gather, ye friends, round your flickering campfires and listen to tales of daring, horror and high adventure from the worn pages of history. Set aside your sensible dual monologue history podcast where people just talk to each other and turn your digital LED hyper Bluetooth personal music system to stage 11 silly and hearken well to the voices of your storytellers. Are we doing a musical this week? Oh, please say we are. No. Don't toy with my feelings, you evil Bob Bob. We're doing a song. A non-musical song? Are we doing you too? Good Lord, no. We may well be. The Silly History Boy Show. But not even we would stoop that low. No. We are doing a chanson de jest. Chanson de jest? I remember him. Got him on Champ Man from Lens in 2006. He were crap. Not that either. Well, tell us then. Then we can get started on another one of your overly long and overly violent, quite frankly, episodes. Okay then, but first, who are we? And what kind of music would we make? I am former lead axe man of new punk sensation $10 fist, Uncle Bilbo. We were going to be huge till we went too far down that acid folk rabbit hole. I am Tombo, the lead keyboardist of Das Tombo, the experimental German cyberpunk sensation currently wowing the youth of today. By that I mean the police play it to break up parties. I am the former lead singer of mercenary metal sensation Flogax, known only as the Pear Bear. I'm currently penning my own musical based around the battlefield exploits of my Warhammer army. It's called Chitty Chitty Land Raider for the Emperor! And I am your dear Uncle Bob Bob, an exile of the land of song in residence in the city of music. I like Pure Shores by All Saints. That's it. Just that one. He's not well, is he? There's only one way out of this. An intervention? No. Well, maybe. But first... A song. An old song. A song from the deepest depths of the Dark Ages. A song that echoed through the halls of many a great lord. And many a terrible lord, actually, as well. And many a great and terrible lord. You can be both. Halls where rough men with hard-worn faces and hard-worn swords would gather. Feasting round roaring fires with great hunks of dripping meat in their war-scarred hands. Throwing back the ale like water. Whilst mad dogs gnaw old bones on the blood-splattered floor. Ah, it's like a playdate with Larry Breadbin and her devilish son. Who wants jelly and ice cream? Give us the jelly! Give us the jelly! Give us the jelly! Quiet, you beasts! The next man to raise his fist in my hall, I shall have beaten into jam and then spread him on my croissant. Sorry, our milord. Apes! The table manners of diuretic apes! Right. Line up, the lot of you. You're all getting a punching. Line up, it's for your own oh, good no, here. There's please, a punching please, for you. Oh, no, you punch me. Oh, Next. I'm in for a punching. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's just a little soft one. Now pick oh, your no, teeth boss, up, you please, horrible boss, boy. No. Oh. Who is that guy? 
And why is everyone quietly lining up to be punched by him? That, dear Bilbo, is Guillaume de Bataille, Duke de Normandie. He done a swear? Did you say? No family show! It sounded like... Naughty. You may know the punchy gentleman better as William the Conqueror. Oh, are we doing the 1066 history bit? The bit I've heard of. All in good time. I haven't finished writing it yet. Finally, the cynical Key Stage 2 educational tie-in that this show has been crying out for. Indeed, Bilbo! The British school system is brimming with sweet, sweet money. Do you want to tell them or shall I? Let them dream, Tombo. William the Conqueror, I know. But who is Norman? God, they've made me thick this week, listener. I have, haven't I? Yes. Uh, but it does give us the chance to give the listener a bit of a brief introduction to the Normans and who they were, and also lets us have a nice, fun myth to get us going. So here we go. In the 9th century, back when the Vikings were pillaging Britain, they were also pillaging the northwest of France. And they quite liked it there. So they decided to stay. This doesn't answer my question. Who is Norman? Man, you are dumb this week. You wrote me this stupid. Another word for Vikings is Norsemen. Or Northmen. Or Norman. Hence Normandy, the land of the Northmen. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? Hmm, you've all got nice soft bases, lads, and I'm altogether feeling much better adjusted for a nice evening at home in front of the jester. Caliber, come here! I'll have your fun sawed off! Your dukeness! Oh, is that Michael McIntyre? Donkey from Shrek. What wouldst thou hear, my lord? Wouldst thou prefer a bawdy limerick, perhaps with farts? A death-defying stilt demonstration, good sir, with farts? Or should I wow your dukeness with a fire-eating spectacular? With farts? Naturally. Ah, uh, I fancy something a little more stirring to remind my knights that their occupation aspires to more than just thumping one another over condiments. Play us a song of deeds. Play us the song of Roland. Is this what you promised us five minutes ago? It is, yeah. Good, my friends. Steal yourselves for a song of great deeds, great men, and great treasure. Oh, oh we love this one. It's a proper normal Long ago, in what people in Tweed like to call the 8th century, the people of Europe were beset with great peril. From the sweltering deserts of the east came the Saracens. Coming from the Roman word Saracini or robber, which in later history would describe the Muslim peoples of Arabia and the Middle and Near East. Oh, what happened there? I just blacked out and was suddenly clever. Ah, thanks, writer. Mounted on swift desert stallions, they overran the Iberian Peninsula, Spain, and pressed on over the mountains to the lands of the Franks. France. It seemed no knights of Europe could resist the horde of barbarians with their razor-curved scimitars, swarming horse archers and their fanatical devotion to the enslavement of all. And their advanced understandings of science, medicine and numeracy. Shh, real historical facts have no place in this story. Until they came to Franklin, the land of the Emperor Charlemagne. Who? He's a big deal and people know him, Bilbo! Why are you doing a history show when you know nothing? Don't shout at me, baby. 
was clever 30 seconds ago, and now I'm back to being dumb again. Across the perilous mountains rode Charlemagne's army. There was the Emperor himself. Hello, everyone. I'm Emperor Charlemagne. I'm the first man to call himself Emperor since the Romans packed in and caused the Dark Ages. The dangerous fighting bishop, His Holiness Bishop Turpin. Bishop fighting? More like <laughs> christenings and bludgeonings for all Saracens. Hurrah! And the star of the show? The heroic. The handsome. The perfect paladin. Me! Hello, listeners. I'm Roland, Charlemagne's best friend and best fighter. Love you, Ro. Thanks, boss. I love me, too. I can't wait to get into those Spanish resorts and start biffing those Saracen tourists. Well, they've been here for more than 20 years, Ro, so we're probably more tourists than they are. Ah, my dear pal, the ever-reasonable, ever-sensible and ever-boring Sir Oliver. That's so mean. Done any good jigsaws recently? Yeah, me and my wife did a 4 by 4 foot one of the Seine Valley before I left for the war. You and your wife did a jigsaw before you left for war? No. We did a big jigsaw! Oh, Oliver, you are a boring, boring man. But I love you. Well, just for that, you can't have a hot sausage from my thermos flask. You brought a flask to the greatest battle of our time? But what have you brought, then? This. Jirondel, holy sword of awesome power and justice. Here we go, sword ball. This mighty blade was forged in the blood of holy saints and even has the tooth of our Saint Peter himself within it. In the hands of a righteous man, Jorandel can cut through mountains. It was given to me by the archangel Saint Michael himself to dispense God's stabby will to the heathen. The heathen who worship the same god as us. What was that? I said... Isn't that a massive Saracen army in the distance? By the holy saints it is! Stabbing time! Charge! But no matter how many men the Saracens threw at them, Charlemagne's army had Roland. And Durandal. Take this! Which was basically a holy lightsaber. How at thee! And within a year, Charlemagne's army of heroes had driven the Saracens from almost every corner of Spain. Except for one. The walled city of Zaragoza. See here, you Saracen chaps. I'm Emperor Charlemagne. Hi. Open your gates, please, and lay down your weapons, or there shall be dire consequences. Yeah, okay then. It will go worse for you if you defy us. Sorry, what? Yeah, no bother, cock. We give up. Send someone in to negotiate terms. Oh, right. Well, uh, hang on. This isn't a dirty Saracen trick, is it? Hey, is that overpowered lad with the lightsaber here? I'm here. What's the matter, Saracen? Don't like getting sworded. Typical Saracen behaviour. Yeah, send in the lad with the magic sword and he can negotiate with us. Very well, Saracen. Open your gates and I'll go easy on you. Wait, Roland, you brave, reckless hunk, you. Typecast? Am I right? Fear not, my Emperor. With Durandale by my side, I shall be safe. <laughs> yeah, that is a trap. 
Oh, shut up, Ollie. They've been trying and failing to kill me for ages. Yes, Roland, they haven't killed you. But while you've been at the front of the army, durandelling people all over the shop, you haven't noticed that everyone behind you, without a magic sword, has been getting an absolute biffing. Yes, Roland, uh, the rest of the army are not quite as how do I put this, sexy as you, and are getting rather tired, you know, tired and dead, in fact. Oh, I see. Well, how about I go in there and I'll see if I can organise us a rest week? You are not going in there, Rodent. If they kill you and take your magic sword, then we're all in deep second paella. Unpack that, yeah? And you'll know what I mean. Oliver is right, Roland. We must send someone else. But who? Who is, in fact, as cool as me? Did somebody say cool? Oh, no. Oh, hey there, losers. <laughs> uh, sorry, losers and Emperor Charlemagne. Sir, what's going on? It's me, Sir Ganelan. Sexy, stylish, fabulously wealthy and fabulously good at thumping Saracens, yo. Are you lost, Ganelan? I've never seen you at the front of an army before. Yeah, not while he can doss at the back, packing up as much loot as he can fit in his stupid man bag. I don't know which is worse, Ganelan, your cowardice or your stupid face. Fight me without your magic sword, Roland, you stupid face. <gasps> stupid face? How dare you? Gentlemen, please. Such naughtiness in front of your emperor. Ganelan, I have a special task for you. Of course, your magnificence. I imagine it requires a more subtle, less moronic touch. I shall not have two of my finest knights arguing like sugar babes. Ganelan, I need someone to go into the city and negotiate with the Saracens. I'm not going in there. Remember the last time the Saracens offered us terms? I'm surprised you saw it from all the way at the back. Oh, pipe down, sidekick. I was close enough to smell our ambassadors when the Saracens had a change of heart about surrendering and decided it would be super funny to set fire to them instead. You must, Ganelan. The army is exhausted and, well, you know, the thing is, and I didn't tell you this before, but we have more than a hundred wagons of treasure, which I really would like to carry back over the mountains back home safely to France. What about freeing Spain from the Saracens? We'll come back next year, but for now, I'd really like to get home. Get a new kitchen. Money, eh? Very well, my emperor. I shall go make terms with our enemies. You can trust me. <laughs> I really need to work on my sinister chuckle. <laughs> there we go. That's pretty sinister. <laughs> and so the heavy gates of Zaragoza clanked open and Ganelan slithered his way inside. Where he was taken to the palace of King Marcilla and the negotiations began. Welcome to the palace of his magnificence, King Marcier of Zaragoza. Can I get you anything? Cold drink? Snackerjacks? The Wi-Fi, maybe? Don't try and flatter me, you heathen creep. I have no desire to stay here any longer than necessary. Just bring me a cold drink. Yeah, and some Snackerjacks. Uh, and the Wi-Fi. Of course, Sir Roland. Just get on with it. Uh, wait, what do you call me? Now get him! Get those matches away from me! Stop! Stop! I am not Roland! I am not Roland! I hate that guy! Wait! Ah!
You are not Sir Roland. I am Sir Ganelan, the Emperor's finest and dishiest knight. Yep, not heard of you. I am King Marsile. I must confess I am a little disappointed not to be meeting slash burning the Emperor's finest champion. How dare you mistake me for that graceless numpter? Careful, infidel. Think delicately about your next answer. Do I understand that you and Roland are rivals? I hate that guy! Do I need to do you a TikTok? Right, I've had enough of this. Set him on fire! Wait. I can give you Roland. Emperor Charlemagne wants peace. The whole army is bushed from fighting. We just want to go home to France with the treasure. If you want Roland, I can give you Roland. And so the snake Ganelan made a deal with King Mizelan. Good news, losers. I mean, good news, losers and Emperor Charlemagne. I have made a deal with King Mizelan. The Saracens will let us go back to France with all the stuff we've stolen. Yeah. How did you get him to agree to that, Ganelan, you slimy fop? Um, by being clever and handsome. In fact, I'm so confident of this sweet deal I have made that I swear that I shall be the last man out of Spain. Not so fast. I don't trust you, Ganelan. Your Majesty... Let me be the last man. I shall lead the rearguard. Oh, you turtle sucker. Very well, Roland. You shall have that honour. Ganelan, you shall ride up front with me at the head of the army. Then we shall return home, my friends. We can all get bespoke kitchens. Next year we'll break the truce and boot the Saracens out of Spain. Hurrah! And so, clinking and clanking with all the stuff that it had nicked, Charlemagne's army began its journey home. Safe in the knowledge that the Saracens had promised not to attack them. From the walls of Zaragoza, King Missalan watched them go. Safe in the knowledge that soon, thanks to Ganelan's treachery, he would soon be able to take back all the land he had lost. Once he possessed the magic sword of Roland. Durandel shall be mine. Mine, you hear? <laughs> what do you think of these taps, Roland? Brass or chrome? I don't care about your stupid new bathroom, Oliver. We're knights! We should be meeting our enemies in glorious combat, not slinking off with a heap of gold and aspirational bathroom ideas. You know, you're supposed to be marrying my sister when we get back to France. You could at least pretend to be happy about that. Oh, yes! <laughs> oh, yeah, um... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, sorry, Oliver? Sorry, sorry. And you know, we haven't even fought about the stag do yet. Oh, I thought the whole war with the Saracens was the stag do. No, Roland, that was a war, not a stag do. A terrible war where many people died. Well, I enjoyed it. Just well, that's because you've got a magic sword. I haven't even picked the best man. I have a best man. Who? You, you plum. It's you. You're my best man, Oliver. Of course you are. Oh, yes. Well, thanks. Thanks, Ro it, it would be my... It would be my honour. Yeah, no bother. Uh, I'll, ha I'll have a look at some venues, maybe. Uh, some 
activities, maybe? Ha! Look, you know me. It's cool. I, I trust you. What, um, what, what, what are your feelings on model railways? Oh, my God, Oliver. I was just asking. And so Charlemagne's army began to climb the mountain past his home. The wind blew. The rain poured. And the treasure wagons creaked with the weight of booty. Slowly but surely they climbed. At the front of the army, the weary knights sang songs of home. But Roland and Oliver sang no songs. Instead, they kept watch. Not trusting the truce that Ganelan had agreed. They watched every rock and bush, expecting an ambush. But no enemies could be seen. Until one grey morning, Roland's knights climbed the high pass known as Ronsonval. What's up, jeez? Dreadful weather up here, what? More like Yorkshire than Spain, Burn. Good day, Bishop. What's a Yorkshire, Bishop? An awful place, my good Sir Oliver. Almost as awful as this going home business, what? I haven't drunk a Saracen's eyeballs out of his head for almost a week. I'm getting twitchy. I, uh, I, I kind of know what you mean. Bishop, you're supposed to be a man of God. I've only been bludgeoning non-Christians. God is proper cool with that, trust me. What he's not cool with is this sudden bathroom fetish that's sweeping the army. <clears throat> yes, uh, disgraceful. It's all that slimy Ganelan's fault. All he does is slime to the Emperor about showers. I couldn't stand it. Thought I'd hang out of the back with all you proper fellows. Might be able to have a last crack at a Saracen, what? What was that? Sarah Jessica Parker? That's one of our horses. That was cheap. Sorry, say, say. Whoa there, Master Clippity Clop. That's Daft Claude's horse, Roland. Daft Claude, who rides at the front of our men. Uh, a self-driving horse. A Google horse. <gasps> oh, I have a bad feeling about this. Look there, at the top of the pass. Saracens! How did they get in front of us? I don't know, Bishop, but I've got some nasty suspicions. We're trapped. I mean, we must get the Belfast sink. And we were all thinking, slate. Mmm, mmm, yeah, yeah. You know, you'll always find me in the kitchen at parties. Are you all right, Your Excellency? You seem somewhat distracted. Like my new kitchen ideas don't excite you? I mean, you've seen the drawers. Well, I'm just thinking. We nearly won back all of Spain, and I rather feel like I bottled it. I don't think you're seeing the big picture, Your Majesty. What do you mean? Well, look at it this way. Think, think about the money. The lovely, lovely money. Ganelan, I never asked. What exactly did you say to King Mislan? Well, it was all pretty clever, basically. I put on my pulling trousers and I... Uh... Wait, what is that? Um, car backfiring? How many of them? Um, blots. More than us, what? Look, look down the pass. More of them. Roland, blow your horn, call the Emperor back. We can't fight all of them. Can't we, though? You just watch me. Charge! Go, Roland, you absolute lad, lad, lad. Charge! Oh, fine. Charge! Charge! Up the mountain rushed Roland and his knights. From the top of the pass, a rain of Saracen arrows hissed towards our heroes. Brave men fall. Arrows ping 
off helmets and dart into sheep. But one man runs, runs like Lance Armstrong's doped up greyhound up the sheer mountainside and through the rain of death. Come on, hey! With Jurandel flashing in his hand, slicing arrows out of the air like a prequel Jedi and crashing into his enemies like a psychopathic Land Rover. Taste my holy steel, you naughty healers! He lays about his enemies in all directions till they flee for their lives down the pass and away from the terrible sword blows. Run, man, run! Yeah, you better run! Bless you, Roland. Merciful God will surely thank you for killing all those people. Thank you, Bishop. I told you both we could slash our way out. Um, lads. <laughs> Lots more. Blow the horn, Roland. We need the Emperor. Roland looked down at his horn. His what? His mighty war horn, Oliphant. Hewn from the great tusks of an elephant, he knew that one big blow would bring the Emperor to their rescue. No! 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 We are the Emperor's soldiers, not his squealing children. We need no help. What? It really does sound an awful lot like a battle right there. A battle? No, no, no. I will tell you what that was. Um, no. Roland lifted a whole set of orange Le Creusier pans that are about 300 quid in John Lewis, totally cray-cray, and he tied them to the back of his horse. And I said, that bungee isn't going to hold all that cray-cray. And obviously it hasn't. And, you know, the noise of all the pots and pans falling off Roland's horse and down the mountain was what you just heard. Hmm? Oh, clangy clang clang, bong, chbinch, help us, help us, oh no, poor Roland, oh, those pans are really expensive, right? Right? Thunder rolls and booms across the mountains. Lightning arcs across the slate grey sky. A storm has come to Ronsishvan. And with the rain and thunder come swords and spears. Thousands of Saracens surrounding our hero. They lower their spears. They draw their swords. And they advance. Here they come again! Blow the horn! 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 No! There's only a few thousand of them! Come on, Jarendale! Let's take them to school! Roland fights on. Shield shattering that! Enemy's blades break Take this! Roland and his men fight on against all odds. As I walk through the valley in the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. My rod and my big sword shall guide me. Take that, naughty heathen! I would like to articulate my opposition to this particular strategy! Lighten up, Oliver! I could do this all day! But as bravely as they fight, the Saracens press Roland and his friends hard. Until they are all stood back to back. Surrounded on all sides in a sea of enemies. What's keeping Roland and Oliver? They haven't caught up with us. Probably just not as fit as you and me, Magnificent. Send riders back to the pass. Uh, my lord, they probably just stopped for snackerjacks, yeah? 
Save your lives dearly, boys! Blow the horn, you moron! Some of us have something to live for! You big chicken, Oliver! Oh, Soz Roland, you're right, I'm being unreasonable. Yeah. I'm only afraid to die! <clears throat> Excuse me. What do you want, Saracen? Sir Roland, you and your men have fought bravely, but you cannot hope to withstand us. Throw down your sword, Roland. And I give you your lives. You shall all go free. Give up Jerendal? Ha! Not likely, chum! Give it up freely, or I can have one of my men pry it from your cold, dead hands. Pry it! Right you are. Fire! Every archer loses. Every spear is hurled. His helmet broken. Poor Oliver gets an arrow in each eye and falls. Terribly wounded. From the cliffs above them, the Saracens hurl down great boulders. Embrace me, O Lord. Your servant is coming. Only Roland stands. Roland! Oliver! Ah, just us then. Just us. Roland, I... I can't see. And ugh, I think I've just sat in jam. That's the uh, bishop, actually. Oh, yuck. Doesn't really cover it. Um, given that I can't see, how many of them are left? Um, lots. Probably, and this is hard for me to admit, too many for me to handle by myself, if I'm being honest. Mm. Help me up. Good lad, Ollie. I'll get a few of them, through blind luck, I dare say. But Roland, you can't let them get Durandal. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Ooh, I've got an idea. What about I blow the horn? The horn? Yes. <laughs> now you're going to blow the flipping horn. What am I like? Uh. Yo, heathen! You want my sword? Come and get it! Come and get this sausage! Let's go And just as the tide of Saracens breaks over the last man standing, Roland puts his lips to Oliphant and blows. The sound roars through the mountain. It hums through the very rock Back! We must go back. Such is the roar of Roland's call that the Saracens on the front ranks scream and fall as their eardrums explode in their heads. His last call given, Roland hefts up Durandel, reaches back his arm, and hurls the sword away. Goodbye, old pal. Durandel arcs through the stormy sky, back to France. Kill them. Where are they? Where are they? I can't actually see. I got one! Roland, did I get one? Oh, oh yeah, buddy. Yep, you definitely got one. <laughs> but there's some, there's plenty more for both of us, my friend. See you in heaven, Ollie. See you in heaven, Roland.
Some time later, Charlemagne's army reaches Roncesvalles. They are, of course, too late. There they find them. Roland and Oliver. Back to back. Surrounded by their fallen enemies. Best friends till the last. Oh, wow, what a surprise. Gosh, I feel a bit bummed out. Might have to look at some really tasty ceramics just to chimney. You. What? You did this. I did not. I was with you all the time. Remember the Cruziers? Kitchens? Seize him. Get off me. This fabric doesn't spring back. Throw his girl from the wagons. No! Take his horses and bind his arms and legs to them. I do not like where this is going. And send them on their way, so that they tear him in twain like the sneaky little germ that he is. No! No! And so ends the Song of Roland. That is an epic. That's like history on nitros. How much of that is true? Ah, well, almost none of it. What? Well, there was a Battle of Ronsonville Pass, but it was between Charlemagne's army and the Basques, a people of northeastern Spain, who, at that time, didn't much like the Franks. No Saracens, then? Definitely not. No heroic last stand? Um, probably not as epic as that. No magic sword? Well, no. Mostly, no. This is not the silly mystery boys show. That was pointless. I don't know about that. The Normans seem quite affected by uh, Look at them. I love that song. Oh, God, I love that song. That, that is what you all as knights should be aspiring to be. To be as cool as those guys. That song, man. It just makes me want to cross the sea and fuck people with different cultures. They do seem to have taken a particular message from it. Yes, they, they have. Not a particularly progressive one. Well, it's the 9th century, Pepe. But the reason I thought we'd have a go at this song is that the Normans could not get enough of this story. Brave men serving their lord to the last and killing loads of non-Christian people. And the Normans are not ones for staying in Normandy. As the century goes on, they will be causing trouble for lots of different people <laughs> in lots of different places. <laughs> Give me a tissue, someone! Duke William. Wait, what? Visitor for you, my lord. What? Visitor? All of you! All of you, stop crying and look I stop. present our honoured guest, Harold Godwinson, Earl of Wessex. Earl Harold! What a surprise! I almost can't believe your eye. I mean, my eye. Duke William, that's a strange turn of phrase. Yes, it was, sorry. Um, yes. <clears throat> what can I do for you, anyway? I'm here on behalf of your cousin, King Edward of England. Hot dog! The most powerful lord in England wants me to be king next. Whoop-de-doo! Um, what? Mind blown. I know! You have opened up a bag of history there. Yes, we have. But that we'll have to wait for... Another exciting episode of... The Silly History Boys Show. And for leaving you on such a teaserific cliffhanger... We are... As always... Sorry! Sorry! Sorry, our pet! Sorry.
A Song for Norman, or The Song of Roland, or episode 39 of the Silly History Boys show was written and produced by the Silly History Boys. The roles of the insidious Ganelan, rambunctious Normans, chirping Saracens, and the psychopathic fighting churchman Bishop Turpin were excommunicated, get it, by Will Uncle Bilbo Tristram. The voice of the mighty saviour of Christendom, Charlemagne, plus a cacophony of Saracens and Normans, as well as the mirthful jester Talifer, remember him, were faithfully recorded by Tom Tombo Fermor, who incidentally did Talifer the jester as a pretty spot on Michael McIntyre without realising that I hate Michael McIntyre, which is, which is my own problem, listener, a matter of personal taste and professional jealousy. So the best solution was for me to get over myself, but actually I just made Tombo do it again because I am that guy, boys and girls, that guy. Thanks, Tombo. Sorry, Tombo. Get in the sea, McIntyre. Speaking of C, or at least words beginning with C, Conqueror! William the Conqueror, William the Conqueror, poor sensible Sir Oliver, the Rickmanish King Marsili, and the Saracens that had spent the most time on Merseyside were voiced by me, your dear Uncle Bob Bob. Hmm. And bringing our cast to a close with a heroic rearguard action that will echo through the ages is the voice of Roland, Stew the Pear Bear Perry. And he done some Normans and Saracens and basically carved open with his magic sword whatever voices we asked him to do. Enormous thanks goes to our only friends in the world, Shoulder the Crown, Deep in the Dead of Night, our valued allies at zapsplat.com for all their additional zaps and splats. Further sound effects were provided by credited third parties, just in case I do buy that sword sound effect for Durandell. I'm very tempted, ladies and gents. And big thanks to Big Scotty Buckley for his wonderful compositions and extra special thanks to the bony musical genius that is Daniel Bradley for his quite frankly incredible performance and arrangement of the Chanson de Roland. Just have a look at these versions for inspiration, Dano said. There's no need to learn medieval French because you know what you like. So instead, Dan just learned German and played all the instruments and did all the backing singing. What a guy. Thanks, Dan. If you enjoyed this epic instalment of the Silly History Boy show, then hey, why don't you leave us a review on your chosen podcast platform? And if you can't be bothered, why don't you just give us a rating? Only if you want to, please. Check us out on Facebook for top bands, hot pictures, mainly of Will, and information about where and how you can see our shows live. You can also check our bad selves out on Twitter at shb underscore show, or just Google Silly History Boy shows and it will all be revealed. Not all of it, obviously. Is that it? I think it is. No girls this week. I wrote this one, ladies and gentlemen, so it's just some men in a war. What a song and dance it was this week. No, I can't believe I said that either. Oh well, sorry everyone. Thank you, bye! Delicious crayons. So am I. Goose, are you in there? In here, Marshall. Come and look what's I found. Is that the ever-elusive custard-flavoured crayon? No. It's even better. Look, it's Durandal, the legendary unbreakable sword of Roland, the great champion of days of yore. The old Thor is there that Roland 
threw his sword all the way here from Ronsonval to the monastery of Rakamador, where it buried itself in the rock that the monastery is built upon. And with this legendary blade, which shall be invincible on the tournament circuit, and I shall win the respect of my quarrelsome brothers and perhaps my father the king. Put it back. Ah. Oh, hello, listener. Nice to see you again. Have you lost weight? Anyway, we thought it was worth telling you that it was alleged that Henry the Younger from the William Marshall trilogy stole Durandel from the Rocamador Hermitage in southern France. I say alleged because even to this day, there is a sword lodged in the rock of Rocamador. I believe you can go see it. Goose, I keep telling you, you're going to eat the meat you to let me cut them up for you. Sorry about this, Lizzie. Catch you again someday. Now, Goose, come here. Do you know the song of Roland? No. And that's why you suck.